Everyone, welcome to Ending the Drought, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast. I'm Jason Webster, here with your other hosts, Jeff Webster and Jake Cranston, and this is Season 3, Episode 16. Jake Cranston. What's up, Jeff? Jason, uh, your name slips my mind, but... What's up, Bills Mafia? Just call him Jason W. Jason W. Speaking of W. Big W. The Bills got the big W. Yep. Hard fought W when it shouldn't have been. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's funny because how how spoiled are we that they only won by 10 points? I mean, dear God, what is wrong with this team? Yeah, they, they had a really good first half. Yeah, they did. They looked really solid in the first half, and then they kind of felt bad for Aaron Rodgers, I think. I think so, too. Because he is getting old. You know, people feel bad for me. I'm getting old. I know what that's like. I just feel bad for Josh. Couldn't get another touchdown after the half was over. I cannot I can, I can. cannot throw the football like Aaron Rodgers. You can't age. personally? Yeah. It might. Well, you'd be at, in the NFL. Age, oh, wait yeah. a minute. Wait. Actually, I could at never throw the football like Aaron Rodgers at any age. You're talking but, yeah. physically or mentally? Yes, absolutely. Right. There's no doubt. Virtually. Virtually. Absolutely. Yeah. I did yeah. see that some fans got to hang out with him after the game. That was kind of cool. It was. And, you he know, he had some nice things to say about Josh Allen. You yeah. know, he's like, he really respects him. He thinks he's an awesome player and he's a good guy. You know, he made a mention of that. He's a, he's a really good person, too. So that's cool. I, I personally, I didn't really respect him calling out his team after their last loss and never pointing a finger at himself whatsoever. And then here you go, Josh Allen. Not only do we win, we win by 10 points. And all Josh Allen can talk about is how great our defense is and how he needs to stop making mistakes. You know, I feel like there's going to be an earmark on the year about like, you know, 2022 is the year of diva quarterbacks. There's been a lot yeah. of guys since Tom Brady did it that have started talking shit on the field to their own team. Right. Right. It's weird. It is. It is like Kyler Murray was yelling at his coach a couple of games back and. It is kind of weird. It is. It's a different. It's like different they feel era. emboldened now because they saw Brady do it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, guys wouldn't have got away with that back in the day, man. No, no. There's one of. I mean, can you imagine like Troy Aikman trying to yell at Pill Barcells or something like? Right. Get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, mean it's like, just you just you can't do. I mean, those coaches wouldn't have. They would have benched him. Right. Like right. You can I don't care who you are. And when was the last time you saw a guy like smack a coach getting up off the ground? <laughs> yeah. The fuck? Well, no, that was a yeah. special teams. They they thought they thought it was a, a coach, oh, okay. and he literally was trying to help him up. Yeah. And fucking guy pushes him like. Yeah. Do it. I was just trying to help, man. I can't believe got uh, kicked out. Down. Of, kicked out for that though. Well, the lovely part was they called a penalty, which was great. Right. Went to run the next play in fucking like New York. Yeah, the they call, blew the whistle because New call York called him and said, "Out." Yeah, but why though? For pushing a guy on the sideline? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe they maybe they thought it was a coach too. Like if you put hands on a coach, it's like immediate. You know, well, it was pretty. Possibly. It was pretty chippy play all through that game. Like you know the the karma between fucking Zaire Alexander and Stefan Diggs was coming out of the tunnel before the game started. Yeah. Like, so there was a lot of chippiness going on when Diggs got tackled in the end zone by Douglas or whatever. When Josh mm-hmm. ran towards the end zone and got hit right before the, uh, the line right, there. I mean, right. it was pretty yeah. rough. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So I think they were probably just going, man, eh, we got to put, yeah, they put this under they wraps. They tried to, I mean, did you notice that though? They, 
try to set a tone to like out physical us yeah you know right. like the whole john with Diggs being <clears throat> like oh you know we're not scared of you and then oh yeah you know they're trying to play tough you know on the field and this and that they're trying to establish the run on us and run out like like we couldn't handle it or something like right trying to test us like we weren't ready for like a physical game or something it, it literally is on. that almost like that bully mentality when you really you know they're actually a pussy but they have to get like I don't what? know, dirty trying to draw you into a penalty or a yeah. fight. What was the guy's name that was having it with Dix? Zaire Alexander. Yeah, so yep. I saw... Did you guys see the interview in the locker room afterwards? Yeah. It was hilarious. He was like... He was talking about how like he didn't know how it started or whatever, but they were just giving it to each yeah. other. And, and the guy who was doing... One of the interviewers was like, yeah, and Dix commented on how he ended it. What do you think about that? And he's like, well, I, I don't know how it started, but I ended it. I ended it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, did you? Yeah. Yeah. It didn't look it like you ended it. I lost the game just to show you <laughs> yeah. who's the better yeah, where, man. Where did you end it? Because yeah. you, you ended it in the back. You ended yeah. it. You ended it as, a, the lo- bus home, as a losing yeah. team member. I don't right. get it. You right. got him. If that's Good job, the way buddy. you're going to win, you've probably got a lot of success coming soon because they look like dog shit. Yeah. Absolutely. So big news is so far on the trade deadline yeah, man. today, guys. That's today. I mean, nothing. What I mean, you got bro. nothing for nothing. But the, I mean, the Bills trading for Naeem Hines. That's to me. Yeah, I'm going to skip saying his name because I'm not very good at it. Naeem Hines. Naeem Hines. Got it. So I was personally like, nah, I don't know. Is that is that really a good move? Is he that much better? Is he an upgrade over, you know, uh, Cook? Right. And. I guess from what we were watching from these analysts, they're all like pretty hype. Uh, did you see uh, what's his name, the uh, ex kicker from the Colts? Oh, um, podcast. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Can't remember Pat McAfee. Name. Yeah, did you see? Punter, did you right? see was what he, a he said or something? No, I didn't get they're, to see that. There, yeah, yeah, their kicker or punter. Yeah, whatever he was. He was he was like, dude, the Bills just got Naeem Himes and. Holy cow. Like, they just, he's like, they're already stacked. Now they just got even more stacked. What's, so, what's he specialized in? Is he just big? So he came to the league in 2018. He runs a 4-3, so he's like Fast. a speedster. Uh, specializes in punt and kick return, and he's a very good uh, pass catching back. Actually, since 2018, he's had the most yards receiving as a running back in the NFL since 2018. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. It almost sounds like an Isaiah McKenzie replacement. <clears throat> you well, know, it's, uh, it's, it's he's versatile. It's tough to say. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's I, I kept, in fact, I I think you were hearing it the same time I was, and I remember who was saying it, but they were, like, actually, like, kind of pissed off at the Colts for making this move. Like, they don't know what the hell is up with the Colts. Where are you going when you're taking a pretty important piece and basically shipping him off for like next to nothing. I mean, it was a, what do we say? A six round pick and Zach, Zach Moss, which is not yeah. nothing. You know, Zach Moss has never been fantastic for the bills, but he's been pretty solid when he's been in there. He's an okay player. Yeah. I would assume you know? that they would do that because they feel like, you know, our schemes work better with the opposite guys. Like yeah, Zach Moss would right. work better for them than he would for the Bills and vice versa. Right, which is kind of weird because like Jake just said, he's actually been crazy productive since he came right. into the league as opposed to Zach Moss has been sporadically productive for the Bills. So like yeah, you said, he, they're about the same age too. It's not like he's a much younger guy. 
he might be a year or two younger than Zach Moss, but not, you know, not dramatically younger. Yeah, two, he's been in the, the league two more years. But yeah. the, the biggest difference between the two guys is, one, that he's crazy. He's got crazy speed, right? Yeah. And then the other thing is, sorry, that was my phone. Oh, you son of a bitch. Slacker. There we go. I was like, I thought I muted mine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got, see, I got this new phone case. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And uh, that's fancy. They it's make real it, pretty. They make it a little hard for you to get. I got fat fingers, so to try to get the uh, oh, mute thing on yeah. there, I was like, come on, you know. Well, way to go, chubby so one. They need a little button extenders for it. It's only a weird thing, but besides that. Same sausages so. for fingers. What are you going to do? I know. What the heck? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but, yeah, no, I was just saying, Nain Himes, he's, he's fast. That's one thing Zach Moss right, didn't right. have behind Break him. Breakaway speed, right? Breakaway like, speed. He's got great hands from what they're saying. He's a, a very good, I mean, he's a good matchup problem, right? Right. When you get him into this type of offense, I mean, you can line him up in the slot like they're saying. Pat McAfee said and he was a, a, a very versatile back that can go in the slot. You match him up on a linebacker. He's good enough picking up blitzes you know he's yeah. just he's a solid he's a solid back to really complement what uh singletary can do and and it just seems like right now james cook is coming along uh mcdermott had some good things to say about him for sure about his practice habits today yep you know they're asking him you know what's what's going on with james cook why is he you know breaking in more slow than people thought he would and right basically mcdermott said is he he has to practice like you would in a game, and he's starting to do that now. Right. So Yeah, so like we talked about, right, we don't get to be privy to all the information that these coaches get. Right. You know? Now, the only thing that really is semi-depressing is we keep talking about how Buffalo is obsessed. And I'm not talking about the team. I'm talking about Bills Mafia and local and national analysts always seem like the Bills need – they're always a running back away. Right. Right? So that part's a little frustrating, but – if you look at him in most descriptions uh, when it comes to football, he's actually running back slash wide receiver. Right. And this team loves versatility, right? right? Like the guy can do it all. So, and then beyond that, has this high-end speed yep. where uh, I think he's had two, pl- two touchdowns of over 70 yards. Yeah. So, you know, we don't have that currently. And maybe Cook would be that guy, but he's obviously not ready for that kind of role yeah. yeah he's still trying he's to, coming along he's trying to get there yeah and and he will that, yeah we're not, just, they're not taking and getting rid of james right. cook yeah exactly i mean the thing is is he just he has to learn the big thing mcdermott said is his, his practice habits carry into a game and yeah. when you when you practice like you would playing into a game that's where guys go from one level to the next right when i mean you just come in the nfl you you don't know because when you're in college he's so elite in college he doesn't have to practice right. like to an elite right. level. It's practice, right? Right. So he's coming to the NFL. He probably still has the same type of mentality, and he's not, you know, he's not practicing like all these other guys are yet. Right. And you know, now you're into week seven, week eight. He's starting to see like what, all these what? guys, like the level of practice and the work they're putting in just in practice, and right. carries over to to what they do in the game. So that's what McDermott is saying is like he's starting to starting to figure that out. Right. And slowly. Yeah. He'll get there, you know. Well, yeah. and, and as far as for the Bills, it's a no-brainer to me because, honestly, I'm not sure we should have even signed Zach Moss in the first place. As far as like, draft him, you mean? Yeah, well, this year. 
Oh, I'm saying well, I we have... had him under contract under his rookie deal still. Yeah. So I think you get him for like four years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So didn't really cost a lot. Right. It was part of his original draft status. But yeah, but he hasn't but done much right. for the team. As far really as moving me. him prior to this, yep. it wouldn't have surprised me if they no. moved him prior to the start of the season. They had Duke Johnson, you know, James Cook. I think they would have if they ended up getting McKissick. I think you yeah, would, I, I think, think maybe he, you're right. I think maybe he would have been right. gone, but obviously that didn't happen. And they, they wanted to get to that type of back, it seemed like. I mean, they mm-hmm. they wanted McKissick. They drafted James Cook. They wanted a guy that can be versatile running and, and catching the ball in the backfield. So bringing right. in Hines, man, I guess yeah, that's a good play. Where, they're, where they're looking to do. And then also, Jay, I don't know if you remember, but we also brought back a safety from like four years ago. Yeah, it had to be four uh, years Dean Marlowe. Oh, okay, yeah. I remember the name. So we brought him back. We only had to give up a seventh rounder for him. So the problem is uh, Jordan Poyer has that elbow injury he had in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and this so, time he said he heard a pop. Yeah. yeah. So he's getting MRIs. We don't know till tomorrow. Yeah, I heard him at. talking about it after the game. It didn't sound great. I yeah. feel like that signing with Dean Marlowe is kind of writing on the wall a little bit. Right, that he may miss a few games. Yes. Maybe like four. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it hard happen. to say. It's it could just, happen. Yeah, I mean, if it's a fracture or if it's a ligament issue or what have you, it's something that's probably going to be multiple games, unfortunately. It, it is ironic, and maybe karma's a bitch, because there was only one position they did not address this past offseason in a free agent or a trade or the draft. Yeah. Safety. Yep. Well, I didn't think they had to, honestly. Right. We are just so strong. Yeah, they man. had Micah Hyde. They had Jordan Poyer. I mean, I knew that we would you know, eventually be forced to just because they're getting older. But right. I guess, right. like you said, it came early. Yeah, these two guys, I mean, they've been pretty pretty studly back there. They haven't missed much time. No. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, no. Micah Hyde, who knows what, what what's going to come with him. I yeah. mean, even if he comes back from this injury fairly decent, again, they, they said that type of injury – in the NFL, you, I mean, your career is only going to last another two, three years after that. Yeah. Well, and so. he's, he's talking about spending time with the family and how that's cool. And, yeah. I mean, honestly, I I could see him playing another year or playing out his contract, um, which I don't even know if that's next year included or not. But, but, yeah, I could see where that would be attractive when you get to actually spend real time with your family. And, yeah. You know, and he's had a hell of a career. I mean, there's no doubt he hasn't got the big prize, but now that was this year. That's you know. So yeah, I feel bad for both those guys. Poyer's like playing his heart out, man. He, you know, and I really wondered when they're talking before the season about his contract and how he wasn't happy and he wanted, you know, an extension. He got an extension. Well, not an extension, but they gave him some incentives yeah, to better. help build his contract a little bit more than what it was. And yep. then he was very happy. But the guy, like like most of these guys, right, he's driving 15 hours to play a football game that probably most doctors would tell him, don't. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, he just, the you guy, know, he wants who he is. He wants the hardware, man. He wants, yeah, he he, wants he, to win. He wants the hardware with his team. And he, I mean, they talked to him on the NFL. I think it was, uh, was it Good Morning Football? He was on, yeah, yes. I think it was Good yep. Morning Football, and they asked him, like, hey, when did you know Josh Allen was the real deal? And he's like, when he when he leaped Anthony Barr in Minnesota his rookie year. Yep, yep. And uh, and he's like, he's like, all right, like, I know I could ride with this guy. And I think that's, like, part of it, right? Like, he, sure. he realizes, like, he's got this superhuman quarterback all, all, all of a sudden, and then it, it raises your 
your height to want to play the game. And, you know, he was in the league. He had some major uh, injuries with Cleveland. Right. You know, so he kind of resurrected his career with the Bills. And yeah, yeah, I mean, I think he just wants it bad. I think that's kind of what came down to it. Sure. I mean, he could have easily just with Drew Rosenhaus just sat out. Oh, yeah. You know, and For been sure. like, I want more money. I'm not playing. And he could have right. easily done that. Yep. So, well, yeah. and I think with bringing Von Miller on here, it, it shows you beyond a shadow of a doubt that at least Von Miller knew that there is no team in the NFL that wants this more and is as hungry as he is about it. Right. You know, like that's yep. that's what our team has going for it. It's the heart and the hunger. It's just it's impossible to beat it. Right. Yeah. And that's I mean, like starts with your quarterback. Yep. And you can just watch Josh Allen play. And there is not a single freaking thing the guy backs away from. In fact, I almost chuckled a little bit because it uh, inside the 10 yard line, he, he actually slid like just outside the five because he knew there was no clear path to the end zone. So instead of taking a big hit, he actually slid. And it's like, and I think that has to do with that hit he took in the first quarter. I think it was, it's got to it be rough. It's got to be hard for him. He's literally said, man, that's how I play football, dude. Like, well, it, So it was good to see because he, he needs to protect himself. <laughs> Eventually, he will get punished for it. You know, I, I know he oh, wants yeah. to, to just be out there all the time, but you got to take a little bit of a break once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Once your career starts getting up into the seven, eight year mark. You're right. Right. You know, and right. you're, and you're, you're playing gonna... physical like that year after year. And it's a longer it's a longer game now or well, longer season now, especially when you're playing at an elite level. You know, now you're going to playoffs every year. You're going deep in the playoffs every year. So you're playing 19, 20 games. Right. And, you and, know, and just as a, as a kind of a similar situation, like when you get to be my age, you start thinking about all those things you did way back in the day that you probably shouldn't have done. You know what I mean? Like you jump off high places and land and think nothing of it. And then your body later on goes, hey, remember when you did this? Oh yeah, yeah. Can you feel it now, dummy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. And these guys are taking just punishment. Like, I we 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 can't even understand how much punishment and what they're taking. You know, I just I can't even imagine. Like, yeah, you know, some of these guys. Pounded. Some of these guys take videos that you see like on uh, social media, and the next day they have a hard time walking. Man. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's just it's, it's he eventually, like Jay said, he's it's it's going to come to a point where. He, it's just gonna he's gonna take a, a really good lick right and it's gonna change his mindset where he's like all right i i can't do that well anymore. he's got to decide what do you if he wants to be that you know whatever candle in the wind that burns bright and then fades quickly then that's what you do then you're cam newton right you hit 32 or whatever he is and you just figure you're pretty much done you got the, nothing left. The difference between the two, though, is Josh is a million times better passer. So right. eventually he'll be able to rely on more of his arm. and Unless he hurts it. Not his leg. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, but that's it. Like, that's when you look at Tom Brady. He was, like, the last guy to take a big hit. Yeah. And they always spent a lot on their offensive line to protect him, yep. which made a lot of sense, you know? And they're trying to do that with Josh. And I think over time it'll probably even get better because they know how critical he is in – him having time to throw the football, the sky's the limit. You know, I yeah, mean, and, like, and like we talked about before, too, part of the benefit of him being who he is is that he can scramble so well. He's not really getting hit as hard and in the back like a lot of these guys do at quarterback. Oh, he's yeah. scrambling and he's seeing what's happening. And, you know, it, it's keeping him safer in the back end, even if he does take a little bit of a risk once in a while while running. 
and I think we've talked about that too, that statistically while running, you aren't necessarily at more risk. Right. It's the right. it's getting hit in the pocket when you don't see it coming that's pretty yeah. pretty yep. dangerous. Like the one he took at the one yard line, that's because he the end zone's right there. Right. So he's he was going to it. he's gonna risk a little bit more when he's that close to the goal line. Yeah. Or the first down or whatever. That's <laughs> but the rest of the time, even that other first down and whatever it was fourteen yards or whatever, he ran um, around the left side, and he just stuck his arm out for the first down as he right. ran out of bounds instead of trying to go and get a few more yards and, and take a big lick. You know, I mean, he, he's I think he's really developing that part of his game too. When to go for it, when to know that you're better off just waiting and, and yeah, we, taking another we shot. we saw him learn over the course of the game. The question is whether he remembers it next game. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> he learned a lesson and, yeah, and carried it through at least for one Sure. Game. But yeah. overall, too, I think on the season, I think he is starting to figure that yeah. part out. He hurt his butt last game. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. broke Leaping. my butt. <laughs> yeah, I got a huge bruise in my butt. That was fucking That's hilarious. Great. Jeff, I think it's time for Jeff's stat of the week. Stat of the week. All right. It's a pretty good one. So the Bills currently sitting at six and one, really good start. If they beat the New York Jets this week, they are sitting at seven and one for the first time since 1993. That was the fourth of their four consecutive Super Bowl years. So, been a the last time. time they started seven and one, they went to a Super Bowl. Let's see what happens. You know, be the best comeback story since Kim Kardashian. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ouch. <laughs> uh, anybody, who's, uh, <laughs> anybody who's watched the, uh, Parks and Rec. the Parks and Rec bloopers knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a deep yeah. dive. That's a deep dive. Yeah. I like that. But, but yeah, so that's a, that's, yeah, that's I mean, a good stat. I, I, I it, it hits home a little more than some of the other stats you've brought up because of the longevity of it. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. You're talking 30 years. Yeah. Almost 30 years. Um, you were going to bring up too. Um, you know the the Green Bay game. Yeah, um, we're coming up on the Jets. Uh, what what are your guys' thoughts? You told me earlier what the spread was currently. Yeah. Uh, thirteen was it? Thirteen yes. point favorites. The Bills are. Yeah, thirteen point favorites. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, what's your thoughts? You should be about that. Maybe a little more. Maybe a little less. We the Jets are five and three now, right? They are. I think, but. They're minus Brees Hall, and I think they just oh, yeah, they just hurts. proved it last this past week against New England that Zach Wilson's not good, right? I mean, he was 20, 20 of forty four, three hundred fifty five yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions for a forty what is that forty two forty six percent something like that? Yeah, right, 40, right. Oh, forty eight. I think we 40, talked about forty eight, forty eight percent completion percentage, right? Is he traditionally doing that bad, or was it kind of an outlier? So traditionally, they were able to kind of hold him into the throwing the ball like right. like twenty times in in that area. Yeah, and twenty he was, to twenty five. He was only averaging like a, like a like a dismal hundred and fifty six yards a game. Yeah, but Brees Hall and right. it was on fire. Ran his ass off, and their defense has been playing pretty solid. So they tried to let it ride on his shoulders last week because he couldn't run the ball against New England. Yeah, and he just he just looked bad. Yeah, he he was not good. I'm at sure we'll all. see a repeat of that this week. Well, well when you're facing an, another really, I mean, New England's defense is still pretty reputable. I mean, they're still pretty decent. It's their offense that's been struggling. Yeah. But when you're going against our caliber of defense this week with with that offense that has 
literally no running game right now. And I mean, look what we did against Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, you know, Stafford, Lamar. I mean, we've faced the best of the best in the league and, and we're going against Zach he, he Wilson this week. Yeah, he can't be excited about this game, right? Well, like I mean, if you're Zach Wilson. We we are excited about this well, week. Well, hell yeah. Yeah, but run heavy offenses are really what we're looking for as far as what we can destroy the best. So basically in yeah. five games, Zach Wilson sits with a completion percentage of 54.9%, three touchdowns, five interceptions, his current passer rating, 71. Yeah, that's just real. That's backup worthy. They they need to go back to Flacco if they want to have anything decent go on. I mean, at, do you remember that dude? He was he was top five at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what did we I, say? I think he was number four or three or something like that. I mean, it was crazy. Right in that area. Yeah, yeah. he was He was a couple behind Josh. So right. One bad game, they pulled him and didn't give him another chance. It's fucking kind of a story you hear often lately. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get it. They, they picked Zach Wilson at number two overall in the draft. So I'm sure they got to see what they got in this kid. And, man, yesterday, just or Sunday, they just, well, here's, couldn't do it, man. Just here's do the it. issue, right, that you, if you don't have a, a, some sort of running game, then these guys just pin their ears back and they come, right? Like, yeah, because they're cause not going to be on the ground. Right, it's going to be third and long all the time. Well, look at what we did against Green Bay. I mean, they rushed for over 160 yards against us. Right. But it didn't hurt us. Well, I heard, because they couldn't score. Yeah, I don't remember who they are talking to. They are talking to somebody earlier today, and I heard that exact conversation. They said you could see the coach on the sideline. Give them all the freaking yards they want, but don't give them a point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let them run. Let them have all the yards they want. We're up and 17 I, points. Let them go. Right. And I get, But don't I, give them points. I get why the Green Bay, in their head, they wanted that type of game plan to happen. Sure. It's because they wanted to keep Josh Allen off the field. Right. But at but the same time, when you're down, when you're running the ball and you're down 10, 14 points in the right. f- end of the third, fourth quarter, we're like, what are you really trying to do here? That's that's you know, the just issue. not get blown out. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, and maybe maybe that was part of it. They said like uh, Romeo Dobbs or whatever. He's had some confidence issues. You know, he dropped. Sure. Some well, and he had a, and- he had a pretty good one in the game, too. But like we've talked about with Rogers last week. Um, he didn't really have a lot of choices. I right. mean, if you no. don't have much to work with, what else are you going to do but run it? Well, they're they're more than just Devontae Adams being gone. Their their problems run deep, like offensive line. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, and the Bills rushed for again. It wasn't like we were blitzing all day long, and he was under almost constant pressure. Yeah, you know when they did try to pass the ball, well, they and still that's have, probably why they ran the ball. They still have that Bakhtiari, and most people think he's like the best offense lineman in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, you know. But I don't. It's just a, and I can't believe they didn't make a move at all for this trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe don't they get tra- that either. And, I don't and understand. They're going to be doing a lot of rebuilding when they get rid of Aaron Rodgers next year. I yeah. Think. No, I mean we can't see the insides of stuff, obviously. But maybe they were really pushing to make a move, and it just didn't happen for them. Yeah, could but be. I'm just I don't surprised know where, that yeah. nothing happened for them, though. Yeah, I mean, and maybe it's exactly what Jason's saying. We're not going anywhere this yeah. year. We're not. We don't have the horses to do it. No matter yep. who we get in at the trade, giving dive, up draft no, picks is not a smart idea for them right now. Right, exactly. They should probably have gone the other way. That's the part that I don't get. Yeah, trade you know? some stuff away that you don't want. Well, they have, like, uh, two good running backs. You know, A.J. Dillon has been a backup for, what, three years now? or, But yeah. he's a solid guy. He's a solid running no, back. They could have got assets yeah. for him. Yep. 
you know, but I don't, I honestly really think that they are now in a position because they caved to Aaron Rodgers, what he wanted, his $50 million a year or whatever. They caved, they got rid of their star wide receiver so they could afford to pay Aaron Rodgers. And I really, it's almost like, well, we don't want to piss him off at this point. You know, a guy could just up and retire. Well, it yeah. might be the best thing that ever happened to and you, And maybe dude. what he wants now. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he wants. But it looks like he's kind of going through the motions yep. to a certain extent. Yep, yep, for sure. Like, I don't even see him getting mad. Like, he's just annoyed. Yeah. You know, he's not yeah, he's really definitely. yelling at anybody. He's just like, he's this definitely is fucking annoyed. annoying. Yeah, it's bad. You know, I hate this game now. This is so annoying. I know. These guys suck. And that's that's the thing that really gets me about with Tom Brady and everything. Like you can see on his face what he's going through. And I, my immediate thought was when he decided to do this, despite what his wife wanted that, you know, he must be kind of emotionless, right? Like to do that, you have to be pretty cold, but now I'm seeing the physical effect all this is having on him. And I don't think that's the case. I truly think he thought that she wouldn't leave or something like, I don't know, but yeah, it's well, a weird I mean, situation. When you, when you pushed it so far, yeah. Yeah. I said to Nicole the other day, my wife, and we we're talking. I'm like, hey, did you see that um, Giselle and, and Brady finalized the divorce? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, you know, you must really love football to the point of like pure obsession or just the, the sport in general to break up your family to, to divorce a supermodel that makes $50 million a year yeah. <laughs> yeah, to. Right. to to want to play another one or two years in the NFL to prove what? Like, you right. just lost, you just lost, like, you know, and I don't know what their marriage is really like, but right. it had to been pretty good for, they certainly you know, pretended. for a while. And, and you know, you, he, you know, just, it seems like because she gave up her modeling career for Brady to have his career. Right. You know, she gave that up. And now that they got, they're getting divorced, she's going back to it. But yeah, it's just, how do you, how do you leave, you know, that to play football? Well, that's the at weird this point in your career, man. Imagine being privileged enough to make that call, you know, to where you, you're so rich that you don't care about the money and that you can get anyone you want so you don't care about the fact that she's like a friggin' supermodel who obviously, like you said, she gave up her career for him. So not only is she like super attractive and like kind of like a trophy wife, which is what most people would assume, but she obviously has heart too. Oh, absolutely. You know? Well, yeah. the funny thing is, you, and, and you don't know what to believe, but supposedly there was shit being thrown around like his buddies like were going, dude, it's about time. Yeah. We can go back to fucking party and our asses off and... You know, you'll be single. You can do whatever you want. Go wherever you want. You know, like they freaking talked him into it or some bullshit. Like, it's insane to me. To, I, I just don't get it. The whole it. thing is about as For two years. insane as it can get. She said that it literally, when they moved to Tampa, that it literally changed him. Like yeah. his whole mindset about everything. Well, like after they won the Super Bowl, man, and he's partying on the boat and you know, having a fucking blast with Gronk. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It was man. like he was a teenager again, you know? It's crazy. I, I really think he has a fear of getting old. I really do. I think that's why he's playing football. It would make the most sense. I mean, I, I seriously think he has, like, not not just a, a fear, like a phobia. Like, he's not going to be a man anymore as soon as he stops playing football. Well, it's got to be a, a phobia of multiple things. It's got to be part of that. Well, it's, it's, some sort of failing in your life, too. Yeah, it's got to be the the part that, like, if he fails and, and doesn't go out as a champion, uh, maybe the fact that, you know, because in the NFL for the last 
20 years has been Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, right. Tom Brady, the, the GOAT, the GOAT, the GOAT. Now he retires. Who, no one's going to fucking care about him anymore. Right. And he, I mean, he probably doesn't want that. He's right? going to cement that now. Yeah. yeah, anybody, yeah anybody who's got that, that streak of narcissism doesn't want to be forgotten. Yeah. You know what I mean? They want to be the center of attention. They want to well, be out there. They want to yeah. be talked about. And, and he, somebody said he all he wants is an eighth ring. It's like bullshit. Yeah. Well, Are no, you, but that could be part of it if he wants to set an unbreakable record of all time to really ensure that that can never be broken because he has it, to be the best. That could yeah. be what's yeah. driving. Then keep pushing yeah. forever until you're dead because it's the only way to do it. Right. Yeah, it is an obsession if you think about it in a way. You know, and there's some other athletes you can kind of compare it to, like guys uh, would say Kobe Bryant just was a workaholic. The guy was in the gym more than he, he was with his family. Right. Uh, Tiger Woods, the whole story about John Daly. Did you you know John Daly? The golfer, golfer. Yeah. the big old beer belly gut guy. <laughs> yeah. He this quick Could story. Hit about 400 yards. He was in this clubhouse. Um, you know, it was one of the golf courses. I think uh, it might have been Augusta. I can't remember, but he was in the in the clubhouse in this like lounge, and he's in there chilling, drinking a beer, and smoking a cigar like he always does. Tiger comes walking through, and he's like, "Tiger, come on, have a seat. Let's do this." And Tiger's like, "No, nah, going going to take a shower." He just came up from practicing about. An hour later, comes out, and he's like, Tiger, where you been? He's like, come on, let's do this. Let's have a drink. Tiger's like, I just got done working out, man. I'm going to hit. I'm going to practice. I'm going to hit some more balls. Like, that's, that's the obsession. That's the difference, that's, right? There's, there's, like, you know, the elite, and that's why they, they are elite, because right. everything they do just revolves around that, and that's that's it, you know? Right. Yeah. It's just weird that different things drive different people. Yeah. And I think for Tom Brady, it's all of those things we talked about to be able to turn over your life, like pretty much what you've known for a number of years now, your family and things like that, and just go, you know, yeah, football's still more important. Yeah. It's like, what? Okay, yep. whatever. You know, hopefully you get through the season and hopefully you don't get so old where you're a detriment to your team. You know, yeah. people always talk about Peyton Manning, super player, Hall of Famer, but he probably should have retired a little bit sooner than he did. Sure, I get it, but, there, but there's there's life after these these sports too, right? You know, look these, at Peyton Manning's having a blast with his well, brother, Peyton shit. Manning, uh, Eli Manning. I mean, the the list can kind of go on, right? Michael Strahan became bigger uh, almost now than he was in yeah. the NFL. Yeah, Troy you know, Aikman. I mean, so there's yeah, there's for life sure. for these guys after football, and you just got to find that one thing. And these guys get paid a lot of money to be analysts and to do oh, what yeah. they're doing, Hell you yeah. know. And they're still around the game. They're you know, they're they're still you know grabbing a lot of attention. It's just right. And know? Eric Wood is a great example of that. He was forced out of the game. Correct. He didn't even have an option no. to retire when he wanted to retire. But you listen to him talk, man. He sounds like he's living a good life. He's having a good time. He's doing the broadcasting looks healthy. stuff. Yeah, he looks good. I mean, yep. and had he kept playing, that wouldn't have been the case. I don't think. Yeah, I don't right. know. You know, I right. mean, it's just he he made it work. You know, and he didn't have a choice. So yeah, good for him. I, he was always a real popular player in my eyes. I always I thought he was. Oh, fantastic. I got a, I got a great what? question for you guys that kind of just racked my brain. I was asking it during the tailgate on Sunday. Wait, and you remember? Well, this was, <laughs> this, this was before this was, the drinking started. This was earlier before oh, okay. I, was, I, like, I was just real deep there. into I, the drinks, I, you know? Yeah, I wasn't sure. So the question for you guys is, and <laughs> you can answer however you want, uh, but during the drought era, only during the drought era, if you could take one player from the drought era 
and go ahead and just drop them right onto this team right now, who would it be? Wow, from the drought era, huh? Any any player doesn't matter. Offense, defense, special teams in their prime. I take it. Well, right? I, it doesn't matter. I mean, just in their their, their the drought era. Okay, and it can be any player that you feel that would be a huge benefit to drop them on this type of team that we have right now. Hmm. I'll tell you mine if you want to know yeah, mine. Yeah, I'll start with you. Mine That's right cool. off the bat is Kyle Williams. I, I was because thinking the same he was, thing. He was just at the end of what we just started. He was on this team when we made so that playoff. One playoff with so if, one game. If you could back him up a little bit and make him younger and then just have him be like, I don't know, like 32 right now. Right. Played on this team. Right. That would be so lovely. There's a there's a there's so many options. I know. Right? There's yeah. so many options. I could probably give you maybe a couple three guys real easy. Don't give me one. Only one. Only one. That's it. Damn, dude. I got one. Go. Marshawn Lynch. Ooh. Wow. Dude, no one said that one. That's a really good one, Jay. That is really good. That's fantastic. Because that's dude. that's a mean running and back. And that's a dude that's a dude who's all about that attitude and heart and shit. And he like lifts up everyone around him. I think he'd fit in so fucking perfectly with Diggs and Allen. He really would. Talk well, about plus, he's, just, he's just a mean they, running They back. would have yeah. the funnest locker room he is ever. Ex- actually, he is exactly what the Bills could use. Yep. Somebody who will Good just answer. run people run people over. <laughs> Your you answer kind of clammy. Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> you want, sorry. You want a couple minutes? Or, come on. Let's keep it clean. Good thing it's not video. Um, so immediately my first thought was Freddie Jackson. And a lot of people Again, said that one. I like Freddie a lot. Freddie was like a real. Very versatile. Uh-huh. Could catch the ball. Still had some high-end speed, some top-end speed. So he's your pick? I'm going to go with Freddie. All right. Just because you have a bunch of them, and so do I, but who who would be your next guy? Um, <laughs> you only get one. Yeah. I changed it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd like to hear it now, though. You, you know? want me to go first here? Um, yeah. I think it would probably be Mario Williams. That's a solid one. Putting him down with, um, with, with Von, Von Miller. Miller on one Ooh. side. Boy, oh boy. That would be nasty. That would be nice, dude. I also would like to drop Eric Wood into this. <laughs> yeah, that's another good one, Seriously. Dude. For sure. You know? For sure. Or another guy I can just throw out there, uh, Stevie Johnson. That's yeah. a real good one. Our legend know? of the game. Can you imagine? For the Green Bay game. Oh, God. Can you imagine dude, Stevie? Did you see that, by the way? What? He's revving up the crowd at the beginning of the game. He lifts up his shirt. And it says, why so serious? Yeah. Like it did when he was playing. And yeah. that, that freaking actually got me going, man. That was awesome. Oh, that, yeah. That, the crowd went crazy when he was uh, doing the hype. The, you know, hey. It brings back such cool memories. Yeah. Because he was he brought fun to a team that really wasn't that much fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was a big person. When like David yeah. Jr. talks about, and I don't mean to call him out, but like I've heard other people say it too, like that these these guys should like stop living vicariously through the new guys. I fucking disagree so hard. Absolutely. Like it's Absolutely. it's about being part of the family. It is. They'll it never is. not be part of the family. And right. It's great to see. Like Stevie Johnson was a seventh round pick from Kentucky. Right. You know, had no, in my opinion, really had no business of like being as good as he really was. What do you have, you like know, three on, consecutive thousand yard seasons yeah, or something? Yeah, on a team that was just dirty, ugly, not good. And right. he brought he brought attitude, swag. You know, he talked junk to Revis, and he always got the best of freaking Revis, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. And it's just the fact, like, Stevie, he, he's from California, right? Right. And that's where he lives. Like he and he still just—it's his bills. It's uh, he always refers to us, you know, my bills, my bills. Like yeah. he, he should—I mean, he shouldn't even be a, a a 
big guy right. for the Bills, like you would you would think. And he is, man. Right. Like it's, he is. It's so cool because he had that personality, like I said, and that's the way we talk about this team. And you actually have affection for these players. That's Stevie all over the place, man. Yep. You just had to admire again, just a fun guy. Like yeah. just he he took what's a multi billion dollar game and fucked with it. I mean, to me that's that's everything. Well, right. Yeah. Ultimately yeah. without I mean, without really being, you know, crazy bad like dancing on somebody else's well that's what i was gonna say ultimately there's a difference between being antagonistic and just being fun right and i like the guys who they don't care if they get fined because they're just out there having a fucking good time they're not hurting anybody and it's it's ultimately it's for the crowd like it's a spectator sport like this shit happen it's funny i heard something like stefan diggs you know he punts the football Mm. you know he gets fined every time he does that every time he scores a touchdown he punts the football and it costs him money yeah, and he's like it's it's only Who money. Cares? It's he only money. Care. Yeah. yeah, Jay, I think you you might win win the, oh, do the I? question. Like, like but that's a great exercise for dude. any. We could do this, anybody. We could no do this forever. That. Yeah, nobody said that. And that, that I didn't even think about that. Like everybody's Freddie Jackson. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Freddie. You know, you can't be Freddie. And I'm like, well, yeah, not even can. thinking freaking beast mode, man. Yeah, Marshawn. Uh, I, I don't think I've I don't think I've ever had the same feeling I do for anybody else in the drought era except for him like just i i just felt like super attached to him as a person who he was the funny shit he said the way he played like you said he was a fucking tank man like i just loved the intensity and he was really good for buffalo people tend to forget that like he, yeah, he was, was really good here yeah i mean you know i wish they'd paid him I really wish. I wish they'd been well, able to keep him. And- he started getting to this weird shit, like he got in an accident out in Chippewa, right. and just you know, and I, the Bills didn't want the bad PR. Yeah, yep. you yeah. know, so I get it. and it's just yeah. like I, he's had a, he he's had a very Seattle successful and, career. Man. Oh hell yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, he is the man out in Seattle. Man. He was he one guy that we traded away, and you watched him with Seattle, and you're like, come on, like really, what are like we this, doing? Is, this, this is this this is the way it's got to go, you know. And some other answers too, just to give you. Kind of uh, what other people are saying. Uh, some other people are saying Antoine Winfield. That's the, a good the cornerback. One. Uh, Nate Clements. Anybody um, say Stefan Gilmore? Uh, no, no one said Stefan Gilmore. Him I would love to see him and Trey White in the same backfield. I I can't disagree with that at all, dude. That would be um, sweet. You know, so I mean, there's 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 some good ones, and then if Absolutely. you think like I would, I, I said too because it was a conversation for a bit. I would have loved to have a guy like Fitzpatrick be on this team as Absolutely. as a backup. Oh yeah, for sure. You yep. know, I'm sad they didn't bring him back. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. His, his I mean, next destination after Miami should have been the Bills. If right. we could have made that I happen, know. that would have been so cool. I right. know. And I don't know if it was just because again he's such a big personality that the team thought it would be a distraction, maybe. Or if Miami didn't want to move I, him I love the, the dude, man. I think he's well, fantastic. He's just another guy. Division. Just another guy that loved this team. What what current player you know in the nfl comes back to watch his old team like 12 years later sits in the stands with no shirt on and goes crazy <laughs> in the like in every yeah. other like yeah. the coldest game of the year yes yeah. who does that right and i told you sammy watkins said something similar about that, like the, the bills fans do the bills yeah. will He's always be fan. my team you know what i mean i read the quote today and he said that the growing up the the team the bills were his team growing up and the team is still his favorite team in the NFL right now. Yeah. Yep. What? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is crazy. Well, 
And I mean, like you look at Beasley, like he'll always fucking love the Cowboys. Like it's just there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. You, yeah, you got that love. Yeah, it's true. But yeah. it, it's great. Like yeah. So I thought that was a cool. I don't know what made me think about it, but I thought that was a yeah, cool that's question. A great one. And it really creates a lot of cool conversation. We should throw yeah. that out. We'll, we should put that on Facebook, put it out there, and see what other people come up with. Yeah, we'll, we'll, tag, absolutely we'll tag our episode yeah. with that question. Absolutely. The fortunate part is it was a long drought, so you should have plenty of people to pick from if you got a oh, favorite oh, in there. Oh, oh you yeah, know there's who? only about 20 oh, good oh, guys, oh, though. Oh, 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 <laughs> Defensively, one guy that I would have loved to put on this defense for the way he played, his attitude, uh, just... <laughs> All of that stuff was Takeo freaking spikes, dude. Yeah. That's, oh my that's a goodness, good answer too, actually. that is. Ah, uh, dude, I oh boy, I love that guy because he was so mean, and but yep. he played, he backed it up. He was so good, like Alexander, oh. man, the way he played. Yeah, the linebacker. You know, he always yep. played with an edge. Yeah, you know, and you I, just gotta love it. I love Takeo. Yeah, uh, Takeo spikes he, was fantastic. He was great. And um, do you guys remember when uh, at one point we got Sean Merriman? And he played the yes. like little stint with us. I don't remember that. No, you know, very that? short. Yep, that was one one guy that like I always loved. I mean, he was elite with the Chargers right. for a while. And when he came to the Bills, I was excited, but I knew it was like towards the end of his career. Right, and I hated that because it was like reminding me of um, Chris Spielman when we got him in the nineties. Oh yeah, and it was like. He was such a great NFL linebacker for Detroit for so long. Right. And we got him for the Bills for a few years. And he was he was good, but you know, it's just like it sucks that you get a caliber player like that yep. down at the end of his career. Kind of like Tom Brady with the Bucks now, you know? Like, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> except you want him a Super Bowl, but Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's that's really an awesome conversation. Well, it's a cool thing that it just racks your brain, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, and it makes you wonder, like these guys in today's NFL, what they would look like. And like you said, uh, Kyle Williams, He's that's a, like a no brainer. It's just man. the the first guy that really comes in my to my mind. And you want he that, was, you would want that for him. Well, yeah, right? yeah. I mean, he was just a class act. He was not only that, but he was very good, and he just got just a sniff of this team before it really started getting going. You know. Yeah. So that's the yeah that's the sad part about it because he was here for for the start right of everything and then got well, that, what was the like last playoff thirteen game. years in the NFL and the closest he ever got was one playoff game you know what I mean like yeah. it's just it's sad but you know he he will always live uh, large in the hearts of Buffalo Bills fans man oh yep. absolutely everybody will always remember Kyle he's just a good dude I think we got to wrap this up guys. Yeah, we're getting yeah, there. Huh? Yeah, but we didn't talk about the Jets game too much, but I don't think there's really that much to say anyway. No, we'll do our offense, defensive players. Yeah. How, yeah did, how did anybody do last week? Does anybody remember what they even said? I, well, I, I said Ed Oliver. I had Groot, and he ended up with uh, a, sack a sack or two, right? Yeah, so he had one de- called back. Yeah, that's right. But he did get a sack for sure. Yeah. My offensive player game was. Ed Oliver uh, had one call back too. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he had a sack, and then it was a penalty or something on holding in the defense or some bullshit. Yeah, I can't remember who my offensive player was. I'm trying to think, and I I just I can't recall. I think it. I went with Knox. Did you? And he did. Have that was a, a good call. So yeah. yeah, I mean, he did have a touchdown. Yeah. Well, what are you guys thinking this week? Offensive. In case you weren't here, so you got to go first now. Punishment. Um, I'd really like to see Isaiah McKenzie do some work. You know, I, I think yeah. he's got a lot in him, and he just he fucking makes stupid decisions sometimes. I'd like to see him just go off before it gets to the point where they start kind of sidelining him a little bit in the Bill strategy. Yeah, yeah. He had a nice was, little touchdown. That, that uh, was against, that stutter step yeah. was yeah. awesome. So that made me feel a little better about him. But I, yeah. I like that. It's like a 
Like, come on, you need a redeem yourself yes, game. Yes, a redemption game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's very good. Oh, you want me to go? Mm-hmm. Me go next, you, you go. say. You go. You go, me go next. Yeah, exactly. All right, so this is really hard because we have to skip Allen and Diggs. I mean, I mean, pretty much because it's too obvious, right? Yeah, you could pick them, but it's like at this point, like yeah, it's just I like mean, it's like, too obvious. You know, geez, I don't know. You think Diggs will do anything? He's averaging over a hundred yards a game. <laughs> yeah, seven touchdowns in seven games. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I'm gonna skip the obvious. I am going to actually uh, go with James Cook. Okay. He had a pretty good game. He didn't play a ton. I don't think they'll probably play uh, Hines too much this week. Uh, Naheem Hines this week. Um, think they'll activate him? I don't say, know. Right? I think they. I think he. I think he'll probably be on the sideline. Yeah. Maybe a healthy scratch. But, right. Right. But yeah, I think they're going to give him a week or two to kind of get acclimated. But yeah. Yeah. So I think James Cook had a good game. You know, he played fairly well. I think he had like average seven yards a carry or something in a few carries he had. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He looked good. I. I. I anticipate him scoring a touchdown, and I think a receiving one. I'm going to go with his his buddy in Singletary this week. He's pretty close to being on the brink of breaking a 100-yard game. Dude, he's you, so you, close. You saw him these last two weeks, and he's been running good. And I think what's going to happen is we're going to get up big pretty early, and they're just going to want to start running the ball a little more, trying to trying to eat clock, yeah. you know, stuff well, like that. So I'm thinking with yeah, James Cook, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. he'll be in there for some of that. One so. of you will be right, hopefully. Maybe both. We'll see. You never know. What do you got, Jay, defensively, buddy? I haven't taken the easy out and picked von miller yet and i think i'm going to do that this time because I, yeah, I he's due i think he's been he's on the verge you know of having that really big blowout game yeah and this could be it i mean this could be yeah it's a, a good really good game for him i'm thinking that's a good call yeah um if i knew for sure trey white was going to be active he is practicing they activated him from the ir so he is practicing um i just they still call him, Sean McDermott's calling him day-to-day. Yeah. So I think they're going to probably push him pretty hard in practice, see how he, he makes out. Um, I don't think he's going to have any kind of, like, endurance issues or things like that. I think he, yeah. from what they were saying, uh, in fact, Micah Hyde pointed out, that, like, he's never seen uh, Trey White. He said, I'd bet every dollar that he's not only as good as he was, probably better. Wow. So he has been, you know – Working his ass off. But you're going to take Trey shape. White if he so plays. I'll take Trey White if he plays. Okay. If he doesn't, I'm going to actually go with Matt Milano okay. as, a, as a backup. If Trey White doesn't play, good, good. I like Matt Milano. I like DeMar Hamlin this week for the fact that That's he's he's one. been playing at a pretty high level for I mean, what he's been given this year, <laughs> stepping <laughs> and, in and, and playing for you know Micah Hyde. So He'll be playing a lot of snaps this week. He's been great out. at the line of scrimmage. The, he's already shown that he can – you know, get a lot of tackles for loss. He's plus he's shown that he's can be a, a pretty decent ball hawk. And I think what's going to happen is Zach Wilson's going to be floating some this this game. I think he'll get a couple of picks. Uh, at least, Robert a, at least Sala a pick or said two. Yeah, Zach Wilson is my quarterback. Good, good man. <laughs> yeah, good, good for everyone. Else. I'm like, yeah. okay, good man. Like, keep him in there. You're the coach, dude. Yeah. It's your call. Keep him in there. But good little I'm fine confidence with it. booster for him. Yeah, I don't know. I. I'd be nervous. So scores, 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 scores. What are you guys thinking? Well, the Bills let me down a little bit. We, I kind of overshot that matchup a little bit, but I really think they're going to bounce back huge this time. Yeah, you got to remember they're at least they're 
basically 14 point favorites at this point. Yeah, right. You know, and you're wow. looking who they're playing, you know. At, wow. I mean, I know the Jets have strung off some wins, but let's be honest, okay? Yeah. You know. I'm I'm going to go 38-10. Blam. That's a blammer. That is a blammer. Yeah. I Jeez. will do 31-13. You son of a bitch. That's exactly the number he was going <laughs> to It know. was, seriously. Are you I swear. You guys always do I that. Suck yeah. <laughs> I know. You guys always I'm going to go with 31-13. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right. Um All right. So I hope it ends up being 31-13. That would be awesome. <laughs> if I said 28-0, would that be bad? No. All right. I'd I would say there's see, actually I'd a real chance that ball. could happen. I can't I can't give him a goose egg because I just feel like that, that won't happen. So I'm going to go 28-3, Buffalo. Okay, cool. I, I got a feeling it might be right the first time. If I am, that would, I mean, that'd be cool. But. We'll give it to you either way. Yeah. I'll be, the close, I'll be the closest. If they score between zero and three points, <laughs> yeah. you'll be fine. I win. Yeah. All right. Unless it's two, then then you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Just <I'm> because. <laughs> yeah. I'd be done. It probably won't be one. Probably. I, I would put money on the fact that it probably will not <laughs> right. be one. Yeah, there won't be one point. Give me point. Yeah. That All would right, be- guys. Did we have fun? Yeah. I did. Good yeah, episode. That was so good episode, guys. Jason, as always, especially since you're back and I you know, I don't feel like I do it as good. Tell them about the podcast. Well, you can find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ETD Buffalo. You can find us our podcast on anchor.fm or wherever you like to listen to your podcast whether that's apple or spotify or whatever you like all right everybody thank you for listening to end in the drought we really appreciate it and uh we'll be back next week talking about how bad we beat the jets so that's a good thing as well that'll be fun and just want to end it with where else would you rather be than right here right now go bills go Go Bills. bills